Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. My name is Carol Ann Fernandez, and I'm the COO of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. Our guest today is Linda Clemens. She is the CEO of Sister Entrepreneur, Inc. Linda is a global speaker, sales trainer, and body language expert whose audiences and clients include celebrities, corporate executives, and many of the Fortune 500 companies. Her high-demand sellout workshops, such as Is Your Body Talking, teaches participants the power of nonverbal communication. Her sales trainings and programs have generated over $1 billion in sales for her clients. Gifted in teaching the art of interpreting silent messages to help men and women around the world to connect and communicate with compassion. Thank you so much for joining us today, Linda. You're more than welcome. I'm excited to do this, and hello to everyone. A lot of people don't know, what is a body language expert? And I guess, how did you even end up getting in this area? Well, let's think about it. We all possess the ability through the part of our brain called the amygdala to be able to detect if something is dangerous, safe, unless there is damage to the brain. And as a nonverbal communications expert, been doing it for well over 30 years, had the opportunity to be trained by exceptional experts in the field, such as retired FBI, CIA agents, ATF agents in a boot camp really that was designed for those who had military intelligence background, I made a conscious effort. I said, I'm going to get into this session. What it did, it took, and it was like 90 hours, the level of training that I already have and my innate ability, which you all have, by the way, you know, that kind of feeling when you know if you have a child, a spouse, and they come in from work or come in from school and something's not right. You know, you don't know what it is. They haven't said anything, but it's something <laughs> about their demeanor, their posture, the way they react. You know there's something different. So basically what this is is being in tune to someone's nonverbal, because verbal is like we're doing right now. We're talking and we're making sounds and we're making words and we're talking to each other. And our first language was the body language. It was nonverbal. Think about it. Even as a baby, we were able to demand things. We would throw our little heads back. We would wail. We would cry. Someone would pick us up. Someone would love on us and someone would feed us. And, of course, someone would have to vote as to who would change us. But we did that simply with making a sound. So even goes back even primitive times before we were able to formulate words. But nonverbal was the first thing, the first language, if you will, that was more prominent. So think about this. According to Dr. Martha Robin, who established or created the communication theory, and the communication theory is this. He said in his study well over 50 years ago, and I believe he's still even at UCLA, and this is what he said. He said that our words through the study are 7% of our communication, 7%. And the thing we need to ask ourselves, think about the words that are coming out of your mouth. Are they powerful? Are they powerless? Are those words poison? Are they potent? Are they passionate? Or are they passive? It's those words. And by the way, those words, when written on a piece of paper, if you will, every actor and actress in Hollywood is wanting that script that seemed to be Oscar winning with the right words. He also said during the study that our tonality is 38% of our communication. And, you know, we've all heard the saying, it's not what you say, but how you say it. Well, let's add a little flavor to that. 
it's not what you say or how you say it. It's actually what they hear. To give you a good example, remember growing up and we were asked to do something by a parent, uh, specifically our mom, and let's say the child didn't want to do it or they were in the middle of playing or watching television and they replied to the parent or to the mother and mom would say, I need you to do this, I need you to make it bed. okay. If it was done in the right, wrong tone, our moms would say to us, I don't know about your mom, but I know my mom would, <laughs> our moms would say to us, young lady, I don't like that tone that you are using. See, the tone, because even though we said, okay, and we complied with doing, I'm going to go make my bed, it was the tone that had a different intention. So your tone means a lot. So if I said to you, I saw Steve and Sandy at the mall the other day and they were alone. You know, I saw Steve and Sandy at the mall the other day, and gosh, they were alone. But if I said to you, I saw Steve and Sandy at the mall the other day, and they were alone. Same words, but simply to the listener. So your tone is critical, and it's 38% of your communication. So imagine a great award-winning actor. They know how to work their tonality. And I love it. I love it. Stop, stop, stop. You had me at hello. So they know how to work that tone. And then 55% of your communication is nonverbal. Nonverbal. So if you add the 55 and the 38, 93% of our entire communication is nonverbal. So one thing I want to share with your audience, that the moment that you think about something, the moment that you think about it, I have a little saying that you think about it, you will be about it, it comes across on your face in your facial expressions, as well as your arms, your legs, your entire body, the moment that you think about something. So always remember, if all three don't agree, the words, 7%, the tone, 38%, and the nonverbal, 55 If all three don't agree, meaning if they're not congruent, then there's a disconnect in the message between you and me. So think about that if you're out there listening for negotiations. Think about that in the art of persuasion. Think about that if you're in sales or if you are doing your presentation. Just imagine this. You're doing a powerful presentation, and then you come to the end of the presentation, and you're ready for the Q&A, and you say to the audience, okay, now it's time for Q&A. Ask me anything. And then you expose your palms, and then you turn around and fold your arms. Wow. The word said, ask me anything but you closed off the door to your heart and to parts of your body with your arms. So there is an incongruency when the words and the tone doesn't match. That's why we'll look at someone or you'll be a part of a conversation and you'll say something like this, mm, I hear her, I hear him, but I don't know what it is. Something's not right. I don't know that. Just wow. Is it my gut? Is it something? And that's where we hear those sounds like that and we make those comments. Yeah, and I think a lot of women do have gut reactions. Just on that point, so a lot of us, obviously, as you're saying, things are coming across in the nonverbal that we might not even realize or know we're doing. What are some steps that the audience or anyone could really take to either make themselves more aware of the nonverbal or even change things that they're doing nonverbally? Well, think about this. If you are having a conversation or a meeting or you're in the middle of persuasion or negotiation or whatever that may be, and you are, let's talk about the whole body as a part. So let's think about this. If you say to someone, I'm really supportive of your project, ask yourself, with your upper torso, would you be leaning in, leaning forward, 
or would you be leaning back? If you're really interested in helping me and wanting to support me, naturally you're leaning forward because you're coming into that person and saying, you're saying, I'm pulling for you. I'm supporting you. But what happens if you're leaning in and the individual says, okay, what do you think? Do you think we can work this out, that we can become partners and do business together? Now, remember, if you start off leaning in, then all of a sudden you think, and you lean back and say, well, maybe I think we could. Your body language already said, wow, something else is there. Something else is not right. You know, she says she wants to do it, but her body is taken aback. It doesn't. So be aware if the word and the tone is matching the nonverbal communication, what is being said. Number one, when we welcome people into a room, why is it that we welcome with the palms exposed as opposed to the backhand of our hand showing? It's not natural. So when you welcome, you want to make sure that your power zones, and when I say power zones, your throat area, the heart area, the belly button area, these are some of the power zones. You want to make sure that they're open if you are communicating openness. People in business obviously have to do sales, but even in your everyday life, I mean, all of us are selling, if it's not selling ourselves or selling to our family or our kids, in some way you're doing sales. And I know you're obviously an expert and put on a lot of different workshops to help salespeople with increasing their sales to their clients. Can you just talk a little bit of how body language and the sales skills kind of go together? Well, through my company, Sisterpreneur, one of the things that we do, we do empowerment workshops, sales training workshops, body language workshops for both men and women. But let's talk about specifically and do your question in the area of sales. The easiest sales lesson in the world that I want to put out there is this. Know everything about your product. You don't have to tell everything you know. Just know everything you tell. Know everything about your product. But even more importantly, know everything about your customer. Know everything about your customer. And in order to sell a product, in order to have a commitment and a conviction about a product, you have to be sold first. You have to believe in that product like it's nothing else in the world. And you have to associate your product's benefits to what's important to your customer or your client. So the, between the two, you can connect it or link it together. So if the client is saying to you or the customer is saying to you that this particular thing is important to them for their business, you can take a benefit from your product or service, a feature or an area of your product or service, and link it into what's important to them. But the only way you're able to do that is if you really know your product and your service inside out. Because what happens when you know it? and it's within you, it allows you to be able to do your presentation in conversational tone so that they flow like the river, so that you're engaged with your customer and they are part of the process. They're not being sold. They're selling themselves. They are partners in the success of their future as well as yours. Wow, Linda, I could I could listen to you forever, and I'm sure you could help me as well as a lot of our listeners a lot. Unfortunately, we're starting to get out of time, so I just want to ask you one last question. What advice would you give to someone who's not versed in body language cues? What's one piece of advice you'd want to leave with our audience? I'll give you a little, uh, if you could remember the word tap, just think of tap dancing or tapping on the table, just remember the word tap. And so I'm going to break it down as an acronym, T-A-P as in Paul. When you are truthful, so let's, the T represents being truthful. When you are truthful, guess what happens? A, your authentic self will show up. If you are truthful, 
And being your authentic self, here's what takes place. It will show up in the proof in your nonverbal communication because you're relaxed, you are who you are, and it is consistent. Truthful, authentic, it shows up in the proof. And that's all you have to do. Be honest with yourself. Be who you are because a tactic known now, here's the deal. If you are trying to be something that you're not, to be able to manipulate, I want to use the word manipulate, to be able to manipulate, if you will, a part of the presentation, a tactic known is a tactic blown. So be your truthful, authentic self. And my brothers and my sisters and for those that are listening, it will show up in the proof. Wow. Well, I know I will uh, be writing tap on <laughs> on my desk uh, and looking at it every day. Thank you so much, Linda. You never disappoint. You have so much information and are so inspirational and helpful. I know a lot of our guests are probably enjoying this podcast and going to listen to it multiple times just to get all of the information you gave us in that short time. So we really appreciate you joining us today. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth the middle way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.